This episode of the Body Storytelling Podcast is brought to you by OMG Yes, a video series that helps women and other vagina havers experience pleasure. OMG Yes is explicit yet comfortable, sort of like friends sharing recipes or travel tips. Each technique is brought to life in beautiful videos of people with vaginas sharing their experiences. OMG Yes asked thousands of women what feels best for them and found the patterns with no blushing and no shame. Learn more about OMG Yes and how to save on the series later on in the show. But I won't complain and I won't quit I am enormous, get used to it Everyone tells me I'm too much Maybe it's just you're not enough for me Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I am sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour, and this is episode 76. I want to say welcome to all our new listeners to the podcast. I've been getting a lot of mail from y'all. Thank you so much. It makes so much difference hearing from you, hearing the stories that you like, the stories that you want to hear. And I usually start out, if you're new, I usually start out each episode with a little bit about what's going on in my life because body storytelling and Dixie Delatour are pretty much intertwined. It's almost impossible to separate them. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my weekend. Last week was my birthday, and I usually throw a really big event in San Francisco to celebrate it, but it's a body storytelling. It's not a birthday party. It I add a lot of different things to the show. This year was probably the most I've ever added. On top of stories, there was music, there was burlesque, there was Sibian rides, there were win a date with a unicorn, there were extra decorations, and I pretty much ignored my birthday this year. I didn't have a cake, I didn't even have a cupcake, and then I had a blowout show. And so I was really looking forward to getting together with one of my best friends on Saturday night this week to celebrate and catch up and feel like I had a birthday. Well, our plans went awry and it didn't happen. And when it was canceled, I got really disappointed and I didn't know what to do with myself. Saturday night, no plans. And so I threw my 165 pound St. Bernard in the back of the car. If you've heard me talk about him before, his name is Quake. He's kind of the love of my life. And um, I took him to the dog park because I didn't know what else to do with myself. And I cried the whole way there. (laughs) I was feeling pretty sorry for myself. And when I got to the park, I kind of couldn't turn it off. So I kept crying. A few people came up to me standing in the middle of the field. 
And they said, are you Dixie from Body Storytelling? We love your show. We love your podcast. And that made me cry even harder. And I apologized and said, I'm sorry. My birthday was last week. And just, I don't know. Things are shitty. My dinner plans canceled. And they looked at each other in shock and looked at me. And they went, so do you see that over there? All those people? We're having a Taurus birthday picnic. Because there's so many Tauruses in our group. And we want you to come. It's a Taurus birthday picnic. It's your birthday. And uh, I went over and joined them. And my dog loved their dogs. And he ran around and was so happy. And I enjoyed champagne and homemade donuts and tacos. And it was kind of magical. It was I don't use words like magical, but it was pretty magical. The universe kind of really turned my night around. Sometimes it's hard to talk to strangers. So if you were one of those people in that park, thank you for coming up and saying hi to me. Especially if I'm the woman standing in the middle of the park crying. Because you really made my birthday this year. Thank you. Do you ever wish you had more energy for all your life's passions? Do you find that your busy schedule doesn't allow much time for regular workouts or for trips to the gym? Well, that's why I joined OpenFit. OpenFit takes all the complexity out of getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. I stay really busy. It feels like I'm always on the go. So downloading the OpenFit app was perfect for me. I can use it on my phone, tablet, as well as the home TV. At our house, we've been enjoying Yoga 52. Bent loves the Tough Mudder programs, but my all-time favorite now is Rough Around the Edges. It's a group of Hollywood stuntwomen and martial artists. What? Teaching you a combination of high-intensity cardio, kickboxing, and muscle-sculpting MMA. They'll lead you through some intense moves to get jaw-dropping total body results. When I'm feeling frustrated or angry, I turn on Rough Around the Edges to feel like a total badass. And by the time I'm done, I feel strong, confident, and empowered as all get out. OpenFit makes me feel healthier, and it allows me to attack my life's passions with the energy and stamina that I need to achieve them. And right now, if you use the code BODY, you can join me on a fitness journey that they personalize just for you. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, my listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text BODY to 303030. You will get full access to OpenFit and all the workouts and nutrition information they provide totally free. Again, just text BODY, B-A-W-D-Y, to 303030 and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. OMGYes.com is a website about women's sexual pleasure. It's not a subscription site. You pay once for permanent access to a set of videos and animations, and your payment goes on to fund ongoing research into sexual pleasure. When it comes to the actual ways that people with vaginas touch themselves or the way that their partners touch women, there are a lot of myths out there. OMGS decided to do the first ever large-scale scientific research interviewing over 20,000 vagina havers aged 18 to 95 about what actually feels good and why. What they found was, of course, people with vaginas vary in what they like, but they did find a lot of shared techniques. OMGS is explicit, but the videos aren't intimidating. They feel comfortable, sort of like friends sharing recipes or travel tips. Here's what you can find at OMGS. 
Season two just came out and it's all about penetration and the ways that people can make penetration more pleasurable. While 18% of people with vaginas orgasm from regular in and out penetration, there are other penetration techniques that lead to orgasm for over 75% of women. And you can explore them all. 47% of people with vaginas have had multiple orgasms. Lots of women think they can have multiples because they get really sensitive right after the first. But by altering the technique after the orgasm in specific ways, many people can build to second and third orgasms. OMGS has short videos of all kinds of peoples with vaginas sharing and showing their techniques. And researchers from Indiana University School of Medicine found that 95% of women experienced pleasure in a way that felt physically new to them after a month of using OMGS. Check out their newly released season two at omgs.com and use the promo code Dixie to get $5 off. That's omgs.com slash D-I-X-I-E. This episode's storyteller is a trans queer comedian and storyteller originally from San Diego, California. Their pronouns are he, him, or they, them, if you're nasty. You noticed I said they, so I'm nasty. And shortly after moving to Seattle in 2014, he faceplanted into the stand-up comedy scene. Mitch regularly appears as a feature on local showcases and open mics in the Seattle area and has performed for fundraising events like the Gender Alliance of South Sound and other Puget Sound LGBTQ plus organizations. Wow, that's a lot of letters. He's also been featured as a storyteller on Slant Stories, and he won this year's Best Body Storytelling. He also recently won Seattle's Most Outstanding Queer Comic of the Pacific Northwest. This story is from Mitch Mitchell. Thanks, everybody. Be gentle, please. It's my first time, as Dixie said. Um, I ran into my HR person from my workplace at the bar, so. Scott. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We're in the same place at the same time, so I think it's going to be okay. So walking up to these apartments, I realize that maybe I'm a little bit uh, out of my league to meet this guy. Um, It's a rainy day, really muddy, boots are all dirty, and I'm feeling like a badass because of boots. I'm like ready to do my thing. Uh, I get to the apartment where I'm supposed to meet uh, this gentleman, and we decided to be at his apartment, or excuse me, at the apart- this set of apartments, an apartment complex that he was working on. He was an interior designer, but like a really mask interior designer, so we did like more like tiles and like grout. And, like, you know, that's not interior design. <laughs> but in my mind it is, it's the same thing. So we decide to meet on his, like, where, where he's working, these unfinished apartments. It's in the real gentrified part of Capitol Hill. So, like, all of Capitol Hill. And I know some of you live there, so don't be like, yeah, that sucks, man. I know you're living in those boxes. Come on. So I get to Unit A. 
we had a special knock. Uh, because it's like this, but less echoey. <laughs> and he, I feel the door kind of push open just slightly ajar, kind of like how like an old woman would answer the door, like, oh, who is it? <laughs> but instead, uh, I look in straight ahead, there's, you know, it's a barren apartment. Um, there's pipes exposed. Um, he didn't do a great job of laying that tile, so... <laughs> He kind of, it's just the truth, you should have seen it. So he pulls it up, it's a little pulled up. But I look down and see a naked man on all fours with a butt plug way up his ass and looking down at my muddy shoes. And he immediately starts licking the mud off. And that's was the first time I'd ever met Pig Boy outside of the internet. I came out three times uh, to my parents and family. Uh, the first time was as a lesbian. I had a reverse coming out. My parents told me I was gay. And they didn't tell. <laughs> yeah, usually there's a whole thing where you like sit down and you think. Nah, they did all that for me. They're great parents. The second time I came out was as a transgendered man. I decided that, thank you, that's so sweet. If you could turn those woos into cash, feel free, just a suggestion. So of course, being trans, I, I started, I made the decision to start testosterone. Um, yeah, testosterone. I can tell that it's working because I have these like little wispy things on the bottom of my chin. Yeah. <laughs> we, do, we all do. Who has wispies? Yeah! Anyway, the third time I came out to my parents was as a queer man. And they were a little confused. They were like, but you were like a lesbian before, so you still like women, but now you like men, but you still have your parts, but you have the testosterone. And I was like, it's fine. It's, I'm just queer. I just like everybody. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, give it up if you're queer. Yeah. And if you didn't give it up, check with me by the end of the night, because you might be. <laughs> just saying. So when I... Realized I was queer. Um, I also remembered that being a gold star lesbian, I had never had sex with a man with a penis, a cis man. I thought the best and the safest way was to do it anonymously online. So I got a grinder. <laughs> you know, I put in my little bio, like, I was like, ooh, I gotta seem like tough. Have you ever gone to a job interview and you're like, I'm not qualified for this job? <laughs> but I really need the money. That was that. Get on Grinder almost immediately. Boom, message. There's a guy who looks like Conan O'Brien, but like kind of muscly. And he's on a jet ski with sunglasses and he's doing those like sunglass smiles, like, you know, when you can't see. So we start talking. He says, hey. I say, hey man, what's up? How are you? Good, good. And uh, really quickly we deduce that he's a pig boy and I'm his master. It was really, you can, you can get a pig boy too. I'm just saying. So 
So back at the apartment in this unfinished, poorly interior designed apartment, Pig Boy's on his hands and knees, and he licks my shoes, and he goes, like, now what, sir? I know, right? And that's how I know. We'll get to that later. (laughs) I'm straight up like, I say, I don't know, what do you want? And he's like, well, you're supposed to tell me, sir. And I was like, okay, fine. So I'm wearing this strap on, right? And of course, when I bought it, I was like, I think men like big dicks. Like, that's what I see and hear most of the time. So I get like the biggest like strap on that can kind of fit into my pants. By the way, I watched this apartment complex, so I had this bulge, like it was like a Coke can. I was just like going. Because I didn't want to like take my pants off and put it on, you know? So I kind of just like flop it out on his face, like And I'm like, uh, just suck it. And he's like starts going at it. And he's really, really good at it. And I can tell, though, you know, when, when someone's doing something, they kind of get bored, you know? I know, right? It's the worst. So I was like, oh, shit, 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 shit. So I go to my gear bag, and I'm like, ah, oh, rope, rope, rope. I know how to tie rope. I've watched enough YouTube videos to, like, know how to safely tie someone, I'm pretty sure. I, I fish. I know how to tie a knot. So I say it's just like, you know, he's sucking my cock, and he's still down on fours. And I can see, like, beads of sweat starting. Like, poor, he's really working it. And I was like, all right get in the chair, and he had set up this, um, it was like a blanket and just like a church lobby folding chair. And I was like, cool. Yeah, so I tie him up, um, slowly but surely. I always thought it was I'd be way better at it, like, yeah, tying it up, you know. But I was just like, oh, Like, is this okay? Like, oh, your wrist is turning blue, I should probably loosen that. So then he's on the chair, he's kind of tied, and I decide to, I'm like, I'm going to really show him who's boss, right? And I take the chair and I flip him over like this, right? I know, sounds sexy. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He's like, it's fine, it's fine, just fuck me, it's fine. And so I like go down and he's on the chair and then I realize like, well, I can't reach his asshole because there's like, he's like sitting. So I untie the chair. And then I get on my knees. And then, of course, being like a fucking gold star lesbian in high school, I didn't pay attention to the banana and the condom. I don't know what I'm doing. So I I took a couple of tries with the condom, but I got it. I did. It's just as easy as it looks, actually. I don't know why I messed up so bad. So we're going, I'm just fucking him and fucking him. Yeah, 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 get it, right? That was gross. I'm sorry, I'm a frat boy. And he's like, slap my ass. So I slap his ass. And then he's like, you know, you pull my hair. And I'm like, you're balding, man. Like, there's no hair to pull. You know, that's not, it's just the truth. It's like he was a bad tile layer and he was balding. Like, I can't help. That's not my fault. So I grab his wispies on the top of his head. And like, pull it. I'm kind of like fucking... And then I, I just kind of, after that, he like came, you know how dudes are, it's just like that. It's like, it's like a ghost falls out of their body and then they're done. And I was like, oh, okay. So he texts me, he's like, what else do you want me to do? And to be honest, I, I just, I ran out of shit and there was like some fake fruit. 
like right here. And it was like oranges, and I said, get the fruit. And he's like, he like, like crawls over to the fruit. And I was like, pull up YouTube. And he's like, pulls up his phone, and I say, look up a juggling tutorial. He's like, okay. <laughs> to watch someone just, if you're a dumb, make your sub learn how to juggle. It is humiliating and degrading for, for both parties, really. He learns how to juggle. Our little session ends. And he says, will I see you again, sir? I wanted to be like, yes, you're so sweet. You learned how to juggle. And I was like, maybe. <laughs> so that was my first time with a dude. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm Mitch Mitchell.
began to crown Every single guy in town wished that he had gotten down Oh yeah, sex ain't gross when you're a grown-up Then you have a baby and you're cleaning up throw-up Oh yeah, something so hot and kinky Then your life is all diapers and binkies Whoa. song was Born This Way, written for my birthday a few years ago from a songstress who's been writing songs for body storytelling for over six years. That song is from Rachel Lark. This past weekend, I went to a Rachel Lark Patreon supporter house concert. And at a certain point, she thanked everyone there for being Patreon supporters and said, you guys are crowdfunding my paycheck. Well, if you support Body on Patreon, you're not crowdfunding my paycheck, not yet. But you are paying for web hosting. You're helping us pay for the rights to the music that we play here on the podcast. You're paying for the podcast producer who spends hours and hours editing each episode of the podcast. So if you go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and support us at whatever level you can. It's monthly ongoing support for the Body Storytelling Podcast and the other parts that help us grow. One day it'll be my paycheck. If Patreon's not your jam, feel free to contact me about one-off support. We take Zelle, we take PayPal. Let me know what makes you comfortable. I would love your support and thanks in advance for it. What's more fun than listening to a podcast? Attending a live body storytelling show. You get to play bango, walk up to strangers, ask them interesting questions, and win prizes for doing it. There's tasty cocktails like the unicorn's butthole or the ethical slut. That's my current favorite. And an audience full of people just like you. Completely different, but just like you. I'm going to tell you about upcoming live shows, and uh, I hope I'll see you at one soon. 
on June 6th in Seattle. It's our five-year anniversary of Body in Seattle. I love our Seattle audience. They are so enthusiastic. They love getting on stage. They pitch me stories, and I still have just one spot left for that show. So if you want to tell me a story, send it to Dixie at BodyStorytelling.com, and maybe you can fill my hole. How about that? On June 10th through 14th, this is not a show, but I'm going to be in Portland. I'll be teaching storytelling for sex geeks at Sex Geek Summer Camp. As far as I know, you can still register for that. I'm excited to hang out with the creators of the Sibian, of spending time with sex educators from all over the country as we learn how to be better at business. And storytelling is a big part of business. So I'm really excited about teaching there. I'm also trying to put together a meetup of fans of the podcast while I'm in Portland. So on Sunday, June 9th, I would love to have a little gathering. I've had a bunch of people from Portland contact me who really want to attend, but none of them have been able to organize. So if you're someone who might be able to organize it, if you're a fan of the podcast, if you know Portland, help us put together a gathering. I'll announce it next week on the podcast. You'll get to meet other people who are fans of this podcast and we'll get to spend some in-person time together. I'd really like to make that happen. And then on June 20th in San Francisco, the theme is best fiends, like best friends. Maybe you, maybe you fuck your friends. Maybe your friends get you laid. I'm not sure what the story is because you haven't told it to me yet. Want to pitch me a story? Make a voice memo, record it just for me. Doesn't have to be perfect. And send it to Dixie at BodyStorytelling.com if you can perform on June 20th in San Francisco. I'm listening to pitches now, so get yours in soon. I'd love to coach you, make you feel brave, get you on the stage, change your life forever. Really, it actually happens. Oh, another thing about the June 20th show, we have Shirley Gnome as our musical guest. She's coming in all the way from Canada. One of my favorite musicians in the world. If you go to body storytelling slash music, you can find people who are our favorite sex positive musicians. You can find her there and listen to her music to warm up for the June 20th show in San Francisco. After that, I'm going to be headed to the East Coast to hang out with family, to throw my mom's super secret 80th Wonder Woman birthday party. Shh, don't tell her. Our July shows are set for July 11th in Seattle and July 18th in San Francisco. And remember, after that, we're on hiatus. So if you want to see a show, June and July, that's what you got. After that, we hope to have announcements for new shows soon. I'd really like to see you at a live body storytelling. I love meeting people in person. I'm a hugger, but I ask first. So please come to a live show and be sure to come up and say hi. I'm so proud that this podcast has been coming out week after week. I could never do it without the help of the team that makes it possible. I want to say thank you to Marty Garcia, our podcast producer, to Dana Hanna, our project manager, to Joe Moore, our video archivist, to David Grossoff, our sound engineer. And thank you to you. We're growing. And that's because of you. I want to say thank you for the fact that you've been telling your friends about this podcast and encouraging them to listen. A great way to do that is to find an episode that you really like and share that one in particular. Say, I love the Body Storytelling Podcast. Here's a great place to start. 
send it to a friend, send it to 10 friends. And that means we'll grow even more. The more we grow, the better the chances that this thing is gonna continue. And I wanna continue. So I am sexual folklorist Dixie Delator. You've been listening to episode 76 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. And here's a peek at what's next. And he was a Methodist, so he had never really seen this. And I said, well, that's the baptismal. And we're looking at the water, and Robert said, wouldn't that be funny if we peed in the water? (laughs) It might be funny, but wouldn't it even be funnier if we had sex in this water? (laughs) 